Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier A note from Carla L. Ruckert Don Elkins had a very limited exposure to both Walt Rogers and Clyde Trepanier's channeling in the early 1960s, after which time he had no more contact with either man's work. Clyde Trepanier continued to channel until the late 1980s. LL Research became reacquainted with this additional material of his in 2011, at which time we offered to create a section on the LL site to archive it. We would like to make it clear that the transcripts in the zipped file below beyond the early 60s do not have any direct relationship to LL Research. That material moves into areas which are not in congruence with the work of LL Research. Because of this, we would take a step back from recommending or endorsing it to anyone. It is, however, a part of the extraterrestrial channeling story that otherwise might have been lost to research. We are grateful for the willingness of the Detroit group members, past and present, to share this material. Man, Consciousness, and Understanding, Volume 2 Sessions from 1960, January through February Introduction The groupings of communications contained in this enclosure are informative teaching instructions for developing a better understanding of ourselves, of the problems of our modern times, and of the magnitude of the future lying before us. The nature and the text of these communications differ in respect to the many spiritual studies of truth available to the seeker. Therefore, a few words are necessary to explain their source. On and around our Earth, there exist millions of beings from other regions and other realms of the universe, who have attained a much higher and a much greater degree of understanding in their evolution. To those who will listen, they extend their friendship and offer their understanding and wisdom that the Homo sapiens race on Earth might awaken unto themselves and work to usher in a new golden age presently dawning. Within these pages, the words you read are those received from physical beings aboard spacecraft who hail from other parts of the universe and from wonderful, radiant beings who enjoy the perfect life in the higher realms of existence. The reader is to understand that these communications were received through a human channel who was one among a small group of earnest seekers of truth. These words of enlightenment, even though spoken to a small group, also apply to the whole of mankind and may be used by any and all who are seeking a more abundant life. With their deepest love and blessings, these beings of higher understanding offer their knowledge to all who seek the truth. Affirmations for Meditation by Hatan O Radiant One, send forth thy light 
and surround each of us, thy children, that we may have enlightenment and wisdom. We relax and give ourselves completely to the Father. We relax and give ourselves wholly and completely to Him. We know that all is well as we relax in His arms. We give our whole selves to the Father. We want only to do His will. We relax and give ourselves wholly and completely to Him. I am His perfect child. He guides me and directs me. He continually surrounds me with His pure white light. I visualize this radiant substance of purest white until I actually feel the consciousness of the Father, His presence, His power, His light and love flowing through me. I relax in His presence. He is the ever-loving Father and Creator. He loves me and protects me. He is the one and only power and intelligence. I am His perfect expression. He expresses through me. I am a doer of His will. The Father and I are one. There is but a single power and intelligence. This great power and intelligence is now a part of me. It is guiding me and protecting me at all times. I give myself completely to this great power and intelligence. I am part of it. I live and have my being in this, the Father. Amen. Monday, January 18, 1960 Blessings to you, my friends. Peace be with you. O great and glorious Spirit of creation, let the eyes of these thy children be opened, that they might see the mysteries that are before them, that to them may be revealed the key that opens the door to life itself. May their knowing and knowledge and understanding be made known to them now. May their hearts be opened. May each in his own way come into an understanding of universal love as it is known in the higher realms of life. May an understanding grow between these thy children that will bring them to a oneness that can never more be broken. So be it. So be it. So be it. Monday, February 1st, 1960. Peace be with thee, my friends. Greetings and love I extend to each of thee. I am Anthon. I often feel that I am a permanent part of this gathering, for seldom do you gather that I am not with thee. I have come tonight to speak only for a moment, that ye might understand what we are bringing to thee. For in a moment, beloved friends, we are going to bring to speak to you a man who is in physical body upon your planet today 
and has for many years dwelt upon your planet. He is from one of the mystic schools located upon your planet in what would be considered, I think by you, the Far East. But today, he is moving among mankind and carrying on a great work. In a moment, you shall hear the voice of Yom. Yom. Greetings to you, my beloved friends. I want to thank you for the opportunity of coming into your household tonight and coming among you. I hope I shall be welcome. Is this so, my friends? Group. Yes, thank you. Yom. I have been a teacher in one of the mystic schools upon your earth for many years. About a year ago, or perhaps a little more, it was my duty to leave the school and move out among Earthman, to attempt to raise the consciousness of mankind upon planet Earth. I hope you will excuse my English, because I am not too, what you say, familiar, familiar with your language. Today, my friends, a great push, I believe you would call it, is being put forth by the masters who are upon your planet. And those who are working with many other levels in the etheric, I believe you call it, and those who are dwelling upon the higher evolved planets. It is very necessary at this time that this be done in order that planet Earth might be prepared to move into its new location in space along with the balance of your solar system. Negativity, hatred, greed, and lust have gained such a foothold in your civilization that it has set up a great field of negativity around your planet. This, my friends, must be dissipated. We who are attempting to do this need much help, and you, my friends, and the other light workers of planet Earth can be of great assistance to us who are working in this endeavor. You can do this, my friends, by spreading love and understanding as you go about your daily task. And you can also help us very much if, during your meditation, you will send to us your love and your light. This, my friends, we will appreciate very much. And you will also be doing a great amount of good for yourself. In this year of 1960, a great deal of accomplishment must be made, and all of those of us who are working in the light are putting forth every effort to accomplish this. We hope that all of the light workers upon planet Earth will also do their part. It is my understanding that you have just established a group which you are calling Understanding. This, my friends, is good, and we have high hopes that this group of understanding, as a world group, will grow and bring people together in understanding. Now I must say that this is very good, but unless you actually work on spreading understanding, it will not avail you very much. Just using a name is not enough. We must spread understanding, 
We must work at bringing understanding to earth people. We must attempt to understand our neighbors, our friends, and those with whom we come in contact. We must demonstrate understanding. We must be understanding. It is not enough, my friends, to speak of understanding. We must be understanding. We must attempt to understand those about us and friends. Let us start with those who are close at hand, and then let us see that this understanding spreads. You see, my friends, the great weakness of the people of planet Earth over the centuries has been that they do a great deal of talking. They speak much of their religions and of the things that bring love and understanding. But that, my friends, is as far as it goes. But we have passed the stage of talking. Now, my friends, it is time that we demonstrate or do that of which we speak so much. Man in general uses his vocal system much too much, and he does not use his eyes and his ears enough. Man of earth must start doing and thinking. He must use and exercise the brain which his creator so graciously gave to him. I hope, my friends, that each of you will work sincerely at understanding. This word encompasses much. Think about it and then attempt to understand. Until understanding is accomplished by earth man, he shall not lie in peace. I am told, my friends, that I have stayed my time. Therefore, I shall leave you. I want to thank you again for having me in your midst, for accepting me into your home. I understand this is the home of the instrument through which I speak. Is this not so, my friends? Group. Yes. Yum. Thank you. I hope I shall have the pleasure of speaking with you again. It has been my pleasure, and friends, I hope you each shall gain great understanding. My blessings to you, and may the peace of the Infinite One rest in the hearts of each of you, now and evermore. Good night, my friends. Good night. Monday, February 8th, 1960. Peace be with you, beloved ones. It is my pleasure to be the one to speak with you tonight. I hope that what I have to say shall reach the point of contact within your hearts. Beloved ones, each of you have come into this life for certain purposes, for certain accomplishments. Each has his task to perform, his mission, so to speak. Yet, each has also come into this life with certain weaknesses, certain overcomings to be accomplished. None of you are without this. Yes, each has his or her own overcoming to do. 
It is necessary for each individual to recognize these things and to put forth the effort that is necessary to accomplish that which is necessary. Nature provides each individual with the qualifications or the abilities to do these things. You have only to use them. Man was created with the ability to overcome all things. But man must recognize within himself the ability which he has, and then to use it. Each individual entity is also given by his Creator an inner sense of recognition which will also give him the power to recognize that he might follow the path that will lead him or her through the experience that will develop within that which is needed for your growth, your understanding, for your evolvement. Man must cultivate these senses. He must learn to not be swayed by ego, by selfish desires, greed, or lust. If man is to follow his true path, he must cast aside all of these things and learn to recognize that still voice within him which guides him ever on the path of life, the narrow path of life that will bring him peace and understanding. Too often, my friends, the small voice speaks within you and is not heard. Fear, ego, the numerous other things drown out the voice and it is not heard, and too often it is ignored. Learn, my friends, to go with life, to move in harmony with life itself, with nature, as you call it. Bring yourself into tune with this great vast universal sea of life that you call nature. See the beauty in it. Admire it. Develop in your hearts a sense of gratitude. Give thanks for that which you have. Use it to the best advantage. Use it to glorify creation and your creator that it might grow and multiply. Never condemn, but always be grateful. This, my friends, is a universal law that never fails. Earth man carries very little gratitude in his heart. So, you see, he faces many problems from the lack of this. Now, my friends, I leave you by placing my blessings and my love in the hearts of each of you. May you rest in the peace and light of the Infinite One, always. My peace to you, my friends. Good night. Friday, February 12, 1960. I greet you in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. I am Hatan. Earthman in his evolution is now facing some of the greatest and fastest changes that have taken place in the present civilization. The evolution of Earthman is marching on at an ever-increasing speed. This, your year 1960, will be eventful in many ways. 
several things shall occur that will baffle your scientists. Yes, I might say they may be greatly embarrassed. After they have attempted to give explanations as an authority, and find that they must retract their words. It seems that it is difficult for intellectual minds to admit lack of knowledge in their field. The intellectual minds are often quite vain, so to speak. The great truths, my friends, are not going to come from the so-called authorities, but rather from the common man, the humble man, the dedicated man. It is often said that in our contacts, we should have contacted those in authority, those who are in the know, so to speak. Yet, when these contacts have been made, and they have been, the results were negative. For so great is the ego in this breed of people that fear will not allow them to bring the truth of their experience to their fellow man. But truth cannot be suppressed for long, for truth has a way of finding its target regardless of opposition. To those who seek for truth, it shall be found in abundance. The path to truth is always open to those who seek that is all that is required of you, is to seek the truth. And step by step, you shall find it. But it shall not be found in the high places. True, each of your religions or sects, each teaching contains segments of truth. Yet, we know of not one upon the surface of your planet that contains the whole truth. For truth to man is an individual thing, for no two beings stand at the same level of understanding. Therefore, no two beings will have the same truth. For individuals, truth is ever-changing. True, we have the absolute, but that, beloved ones, lies in the far distant future. So we move onward step by step, each a stepping stone to a higher truth, a greater truth, and sometime in the far future we shall know the Absolute. We, as you know, make no claims to the Absolute, for we too are growing, as are you. We are only a step or two ahead of you in our understanding, and being thus, it is our duty to extend to you a helping hand, as those beyond extend to us. This, beloved friends, is love and understanding. We can only point the way as is done for us, and as we hope you shall do for those a step behind you. Know, my friends, Planet Earth is not at the bottom of the ladder. There are others following behind. And to these, you have an obligation to fulfill. And we hope you shall see this obligation and fulfill it in the near future. Now, my friends, I shall leave. 
May each of you reach new heights in your love and understanding each day. And may each of you, through your experiences in this sojourn, be wiser and better individuals. May the peace, love, and understanding of the Radiant One be with you on your journey. Adonai, my friends. Adonai Basu Boragas. I am Hatan. Monday, February 16th, 1960. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel. Planet Earth and the actions of its people are being observed very closely at this time. We are very interested in many of the experiments that are being conducted by your scientists and your engineers. Very little is known by you, the people, of the experiments that are being conducted. The research and experiments which are given to the people, which they are allowed to see or hear about, are, to a great extent, a camouflage. Some years ago, your scientists or your governments were given certain objects of interest to them by individuals from other planets. Your government has in its possession two of our craft and several other instruments and devices. On these, they have spent great efforts in trying to solve what to them is a mystery. Yet, to date, they have not gained much knowledge of these things. It seems they are not capable of realizing the importance of man himself, of the powers that lie within man, that lies within the minds of man. It seems that Earthman must always take the difficult path in his search for knowledge. It was made plain when these things were given that the mysteries to their success were simple. Yet gradually, very gradually, the solution is beginning to dawn in the minds of a few. And these we are watching with great interest, observing the change that is taking place in the minds and hearts of these individuals. From some of these and others who are yet to be awakened, will come the leaders in the great new age that is dawning upon planet Earth. Also, other things are being done at this time and will be done in the future to baffle Earthman, to cause him to think and to realize the smallness, the insignificance of his knowledge to date, to cause him to realize that he must retract some of his thinking and start again at a new point of observation and move from there on a different path to a new, greater understanding. At this time, your scientists, your astronomers, are very baffled at some of the things that are occurring in your skies. They speak very little of this, for as yet they have not learned humbleness. But gradually, these people must be brought to humbleness. They must be made to realize their responsibilities and to face them. The object that has been in your news recently, the object that has been orbiting your planet, 
we are responsible for this. However, I cannot at this time go into detail, but this is merely being done for this purpose. It is not of great consequence or importance, but it is causing some thinking to be done. Truth can only come to earth people very gradually, for their minds are not able to accept it in great quantities. For their own good, it is necessary to feed them slowly, but as their minds are gradually opened, truth can be fed a little faster and a little faster. This has not been an easy task, for the time is limited. We have found it necessary to use every shortcut possible in order to meet the schedule that we must follow. Each of you, my friends, can help in your way to speed the progress of Earthman by dropping your seeds when and wherever you find it possible, to feed the sheep continually as you feel led to do. This many of you have done to a great extent, and for this we are grateful. And you, I am sure, feel within your heart the reward that comes from this service. And now I leave you, my friends, by extending to you the love, light, and understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Monday, February 22nd, 1960. I greet you, beloved friends, in the love and light of the infinite creator. I am Hatan. At this moment, I am aboard a craft, not more than eight miles above you. We have, for your benefit, established here a field of cosmic energy, what some of your people might call prana in a concentrated form. Through our scientific knowledge and devices, we are able to bring these energies into concentration, a concentrated form, so to speak. And this we have done for you, my friends. This room, in fact, this dwelling is completely immersed at this time in this field. Make yourselves receptive Establish an attitude of reverence and gratitude, and then visualize as strongly as you can this energy flowing through you. Visualize it passing through every cell of your being. Visualize this energy flowing through the spine and out into the nerve centers of the body, distributing itself throughout your physical structure. Draw it deeply into your lungs. Direct it to all parts of your body, and particularly to the weaker points. We will now discontinue our contact and allow you to absorb this life-giving energy for a time. Fifteen or twenty minutes goes by. It is our sincere hope, beloved ones, that you have received some benefit from our efforts. The atmosphere which you breathe contains this energy in great quantities. It is for you to use. 
great benefit can be had once you have learned to draw this energy within you and apply it. It must be directed by you. It is possible to draw within yourself great energy in this manner once you have learned to command and direct this energy to work for you. It would be well if you did this quite frequently. I am sure much benefit will be had. Now, my friends, a questioner interrupts. Excuse me, may I ask a question before you go? Hatan. Yes, my daughter. Questioner. As the third satellite goes into orbit, will more of this prana, cosmic energy, be available to us? Hatan. This is available to you at all times. It is in the very air you breathe. You need only to use it to draw it forth. Questioner. Did you and Oxel state before that this would be enhanced when the satellite is in orbit? Hatan. That is a different, completely different thing. This prana is the energy that permeates the atmosphere that you breathe. Man of Earth does not know or realize the importance of the air which he breathes. Neither does he realize the command that he has over these energies that are contained in the atmosphere about him. Man must learn to use his mind, the creative power that is held within man himself. Man has mastership over many things, if he will but realize it. The devices that are being used by the satellites that have been put into orbit around your planet is somewhat a different situation. They are increasing, or perhaps I should say amplifying, cosmic energies of a different nature. They are also connecting energies that are sent by man himself upon earth in the attitude of love and reverence, multiplying these energies, or amplifying them and returning them to Earthman to help him in his spiritual growth and understanding. Does that clarify it for you? Questioner. The energies and prana are not the same thing? Hatan. No, they are not. The prana is contained within your atmosphere. The energies that are being used by the satellites encircling your planet are not within your atmosphere. They are energies that do not exist within the atmosphere of planet Earth. Questioner. Then we must send our love to the masters? Hatan. Indeed, your love, your gratitude. This love is energy created by man himself and can be taken and amplified and returned for the good of man upon your planet. Questioner. Then blessing and loving the earth, the satellites, then that is love energy, is it not? Hatan. If it is done in love. Thanks are expressed for the helpful answers to the questions. Hatan continues. Now, my friends, I must leave you. 
I extend to you my love, my blessings, and my understanding. May the peace of the Radiant One surround you and go with you at all times. Adonai Vasu, my friends. Adonai. Monday, February 29th, 1960. Peace be with you, my friends. Not so many years ago, I trod the surface of this planet. I made my livelihood as a fisherman, and then came the great master and teacher, and I was made a fisher of man. I have watched the progress of your planet through the years and gradually I have noted a great advancement in the science of man. Man of Earth feels that he has made great strides in the advancement of his civilization in a few centuries. And this be true. But man has not yet changed his thoughts or his attitudes. I have observed no great change in these. Greed, lust, and hatred still prevails among Earthmen, and a great departure, especially in some of the so-called higher civilized nations upon your planet, a departure from respect in their attitude toward their Creator. But rather, man has turned to the mighty dollar. In your words, gold is his God. It is his power. He trusts not in his Creator. The gold and silver has also taken the rule of your religious institutions. Even they respect this above their Creator, although upon the surface they attempt to appear otherwise. Man upon earth now stands at the crossroads. He must make his choice. He must now bring into balance his religious. No, I do not like this word his spiritual and scientific knowledge. These, man of earth, must bring into balance, or his civilization must perish. Hate, greed, lust, deceit, all of these things must be replaced with love, with love and understanding. Man of earth must soon come into an understanding of love in order that his civilization might be saved. The time is here, my brothers and sisters, when man must act, when man must come out from among the multitudes and do something about the principles for which he stands. Children of the light, accept your duty to mankind, accept your responsibilities, Pray to your Creator that you be given power and wisdom to carry out these responsibilities and duties, and then go forth reinforced by love, light, and understanding, and do that which you know you must do. It has been my honor and my pleasure to spend a few moments with you tonight. My peace and my blessings go with you. I shall be ever ready to help in every possible way in this crusade, and now I leave you in love. 
I am John. Peace.